So, Tito, joke lang pala talaga. Buti na ng pogi ka. Ah, buddy. Now, I'm even more disappointed. Nakala ko may story. Pucha naman. Okay, okay, balik tayo. This Drunken Midnights. I like where this is going. A presentation by the Slick Masters Files. What's up everyone? Art of Bodybending hangs around and she'll be talking about her first single since releasing a new kind of music that she made during the quarantine period and she might be releasing a whole new stuff. Yeah, I think sometime later because this interview by the way took place early in this year I think as far as I remember it's January 2021. So without further ado, let's, let's get the shit started. sa ilang mga tropa natin sa music, music industry is they're hoping for a better year than the way it was if you know what I mean Though, of course obviously ang dami naman nag, nangyari ng release, online concerts and all that, pero syempre iba pa rin yung yung tipong nasa face tayo na alam mo yun, yung we were launching new music, new music videos as it is sa, sa mga lugar and now eto uh, i think she just debuted her single early this year diba just like, um, yeah just like a week or two weeks ago there you go see anyway she goes by the name of art of body bending so and she's a known multidisciplinary artist kasi and dami ginago like literally she had done a lot i mean she created her own music video from writing directing yeah and Yeah, I mean, you aside sa music, obviously mas mas kilala ka pa for ano, for posing in nude, nude arts and and literally sa pole dancing, di ba? Well, is that what you know me best for? Because a lot of people would beg to differ, okay? So that's okay. that's what the Marco was pretty much it. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it really depends on what side of me you look at, but you know, when When my name is mentioned, like the first thing that people want to say is like all different things. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I did start out as a, a contortionist fan art model. That's why my name is Art Body Planet. But that was actually one of the very last art models that I got myself into. And it's funny how like my level, but that was the very first thing that I had an arts career at. So it's, it's really funny. Yeah, and it's only like after I established part of, like you know my final photography that I started to be able to push forward you know my other art forms that I've been hiding from everybody for so many years and that's my music, my you know dancing, my acting, my writing, all of that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's impressive na ganun ginagawa ever since. Uh. I mean, if you can actually recall, uh, ano yung pinakaunang nagtulak, unang art form na nagtulak sa'yo to, to do? It's always been music. Like, ever since I could remember, you know, in my life. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, you say that, like, it's, uh, that I've been doing these things for a long time, but it's really only very, very recently, maybe two, three years ago. And I started like putting it out for people and making a career out of it. But like for the longest time, it's been held in for reasons that I, some reasons I cannot control, so reasons I have been able to control. But it's really right now that I'm still sharing the latest mga art forms that didn't make me go to Michael. Yeah, so it was music that I love more than anything. But uh, you know, I joined the arts industry as a model, as a dancer, and every time I try to mention somebody like, hey, I write songs in the music, they're like, hey, they don't even listen because it's like you're art bottom, you're a contortionist, right? So it's yeah. just funny how we have so many sides and people only see one side of humanity. And I didn't really get to have that encouragement or that platform where people would be like, hey, let's listen to your music. So it's it's something that I've always wanted but was only able to put out due to 
unforeseen circumstances, which turned out for the better. Mm. And I'm glad, I'm glad it went on that way. So if so obviously your first love is music and I could actually remember that when when you sent me the press release of your of your single and specifically you have your first love with piano. Oh yes. <laughs> As you can hear in the single. If you can recall us the story of the love and hate relationship love and hate relationship between your piano and probably the it has something to do with the uh, I think cons- with your report for parents I guess because the parang the initially when you tell the, when you told the story your parents were quite uh, apprehensive if for the if uh, if my terms would say it right uh na against ba sila sa ginagawa mo for bilang artist or something so apprehensive is the weakest word you could actually use because my parents, you know, saw art as something like, you know, completely useless, like sort of a waste of time and they saw it as a risk to my life. So actually my entire life, like my parents have like, you know, turned the deaf ear to the things that I wanted to do for art and if they found out that, hey, like I'm part of a school play, they would make sure they would take me out of the school play. <laughs> Because, like, you know, they were, they just wanted me to focus on school and nothing else. So, yeah, I did. It's, like, I do not have a love-hate relationship with the piano. It's actually, like, you know, the purest love I have for anything. But okay. it's always been a love that's, you know, been unrequited my entire life. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, I've always wanted to play the piano, and but my parents would never let me near any instruments, let me sing or dance or whatever. So I couldn't, you know, do anything about it until I was first year high school. And when I was first year high school, medyo malaki-laki na yung allowance ko. Yeah. So what I would do is, yung siguro like, you know, for two quarters, hindi ako kumain ng lunch sa school. Because I... Ang effort, ah? Effort. Like, um... I saved all of my money oh, because there was a Yamaha across my school. Mm-hmm. There was a mall, yeah. So when I finally earned enough money to take lessons, I would sneak out of school, like, you know, after dismissal, and I would go take piano lessons, you know, in the mall, and then I would sneak right back. And, uh, you know, it went on for a couple of months, I guess, but nahuli ako ng guard na tumataka sa school. And, yeah. <laughs> so it was reported to my parents. I was like, I was like sanctioned for school, which is like, which was a shock for so many people because I'm an honor student. So it's like, oh my God, si Carla, she was put on probation in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, uh, it was because of that. So obviously my parents took action, you know, they, they yeah, took my ATM card and I wasn't able to continue yeah, uh, my lessons. But oh. shortly after that, that was first year high school, summer of first year high school, I ran away from home, not just because of my parents, you know, mm-hmm. uh, restrictions against art, but there was like a lot of horrible things like in with my family, with life at home that made it the safest thing I could possibly do at, a, you know, at 14 years old to leave my home. So I did that. Yeah. That was a tough one. Oh, definitely. Because you're trying to, you have your love for, for the art and, and all of a sudden, you have to go up against your, yung pinaka, ano pa, two of your, of two of the most people you love, which is your parents, which uh, are your parents, or sorry. That time. Oh, and uh, didn't really go on that way because, uh, you know, uh, like as I've said, like there were my parents were not just, you know, uh, were not just a for a negative force against my life for that, like uh, not letting me do the arts, but it runs so much deeper than that. And there's actually a lot of worse things that they have done to me. So I had no choice but to leave my home at 14 oh. years old because, uh, like, I don't think I would have, you know, I would be able to survive and, like, grow as a human being in the kind mm-hmm. of situation that my parents have for me in my home. 
So it wasn't it wasn't choosing between two loves. It was saving myself from you know, saving myself from something that humans should not go through. All right, thank you. Uh, well, thank you for correcting me for that. I yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> uh, well, I, well I, first and foremost, I'm sorry to hear what happened, though. That's uh, all right. But then, 14 years old, and ever since 14 years old, what when you ran away, what have you been do trying to do since then? I well, mean, thankfully, when I ran away, I was able to stay in my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they finally I was finally able to tell them all the things that have you know been going on with my parents and they took me in. You know, mm-hmm. even though it was like it wasn't natural for them because it's like they're your parents. They don't want you to they don't want you to be here. They want you back. So uh, like we're doing something wrong against God, you know, for letting them live with us. But they did it anyways. So wow. uh, yeah, year na yon, somewhere before second year high school, lived in my grandparents. And no summer, what they had for me was they let me take piano lessons. Because the cottage behind us, literally beside our house, is a piano teacher. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a pretty happy summer. But the only thing was I had the worst piano teacher in the world. <laughs> <laughs> the plot thickens. Yeah. Yeah. C- can you care to elaborate? Well, I know my. I would pay for a two-hour piano session. So, magdedrill siya sa akin. She teach me like a few songs for only 30 minutes. Kasi sa bahay na yun eh. But wow. after 30 minutes, she would just go, okay, practice. And she would leave me and she would watch TV. She would eat like while I was just like there by myself. <laughs> yeah, and I, I didn't know what to do. I was done doing all of her drills, okay? So, like, I just started playing around. Like, not just playing on the piano but i started dancing on the piano and i'm a contortionist right so yeah like it it was this super i wish i had recorded it but it was this super interesting somewhere of me choreographing you know contortions on the piano while i simultaneously play the piano and sing and it, uh, it was something to see but yeah, after living with my grandparents, my pa- they had returned me to my parents because they're conservative. You know, my parents yeah. had really like campaigned and like threatened and like done stuff to oh, you know Lord. coerce my grandparents to give me back to them, and it happened. So when yeah. I was back with my parents, I ran away again, and like you know, <laughs> without the protection of my grandparents, like, I had to face life on my own. So I had to, yeah, I had well. I'm really good at saving money, so I had money saved. Like I rented the super sketchy bed space, like na malapit na sa squatters area, uh-huh. and I found ways to make money, or I found relatives to help me, or like you know relatives to stay with, and that was my life from when I was like 15 to 20 years old. I was like being self-supporting. You know, when you're in a situation like that, the unang-unang mong kalangan ayusin is survival lang. So it's like piano lessons, dance lessons. Like how how can a 15-year-old girl make that happen? So talagang like you know, my piano, you know, my art plans were pushed to the wayside because I I was completely occupied with supporting myself. You know, uh-uh. until I was 20, because like I was in, I had a scholarship in college at that time. Uh-huh. So like ano naman uh. Yeah, so I, I could only rely on like help from relatives and like side jobs to get by. But when I turned 20, I had graduated from college and I was able to get my first job. And then on my, yeah, I started having money. And like in first payday go, I spent it on dance lessons. Wow, that's something more meaningful. Saka at least close pa rin sa, sa, yeah, sa doing what you love. Yeah, it turned out to be dance and not music. Because like, I was already in a sort of network of dancers. Mm-hmm. And they had this show. And like for some reason, they saw me as fit to be part of the show. And it's funny because like, I'm not a dancer. But like they see me do my contortions and stuff like that. So yeah. even without being formally trained in dance, like I have this you know rather notable form of movement that they like. They're like, girl, like, you know, it doesn't matter what lessons you took like we like the way that you perform just you know just take a few lessons uh, i was like okay so i was like i started creating choreographies now like with that was mostly like contortion based but like as i 
progressed in my dance lessons, I, you know, I was able to make them better and better. So that was my first like professional stint as an artist. So I was a dancer because that's what people gave to me. It's like I ha- I have like these several skill sets and it's like I wasn't sure like whether I could make money out of them or like, you know, whether it was something that people would like to see. So yung unang, like the, un- the first thing that, you know, that people saw and got a good response it was dance. So that's how I became art of body bending because yung dance yung unang napansin. Oh, so the fact that you're a contortionist, so that speaks a lot then kung bakit you, you can literally bend your body. Yeah, because there are so many pianists, but like, you know, where else do you find a contortionist, fine art model, performance artist? So that was like, that that's like my pinaka, what do you call this, uh, the most striking, I guess. From, yeah, that's... From like, what do you call this, uh, from the first look. But like, I think as you get to know me more and go deeper, you'll realize that the music, you know, runs just as deep, the, the storytelling runs just as deep. Yeah, so yeah, I, oh, yeah. I thank my contortioning for giving me like my first opportunities in networks and the art scene. Hmm. Saka, I, I mean, I mean, judging by, by the way, ano, judging by we talk here and on social media, I can tell na dancing yung parang mas nag-excel ka the most eh. Mm, are you sure about that? Well, it's really just, you know, yung, yun yung una kong naatutag because I got a, what do you call this, I got a leg up na nga. I got some opportunities. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the, it's the opportunities that people throw at me dance. And like, I, I was, like, believe it or not, I was a really shy, you know, yeah. person back yeah, when I was younger. So it's not like, makakanta-kanta ako in front of people. Mm-hmm. I would tell them that, hey, I do performance art, I do... I, I write scripts, you know, and this and that. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is what people like acknowledge about mm-hmm. me, and then let's, you know, it's it's so it's so beautiful to connect with people based on something that they understand about you. But like the other facets of my art, it was something that people really didn't understand that well mm-hmm. yet. So it wasn't the time for me to share them yet. So it was like 2015. It was so like. Mm-hmm relatively a conservative time like and dami pang nagre-report sa akin sa Facebook when I would post fine art nudes yeah but what? now it's like yeah but there's nudes all over Instagram right now right? Mm. so that that's yeah. really different back then and I've had to delete no I've, I've had four Facebook accounts deleted because oh, yeah. so many people would report me and like hate on me and stuff like that uh, and it's so hard, di ba? Kano lahat ng contacts mo, kano lahat ng buhay mo on Facebook, but um, like, exactly. you know, people, yeah, tinatagal nila yung buhay ko, and like, I just have to start over and over again. I've had like four artist pages now, so imagine like, nag-delete yung artist page mo, all the followers, all the, you know, all the engagement gone, you have to start from zero. That was, that was my life for the first few years. Like, it was a fight to get, you know, for my art to exist in a world where people thought it shouldn't exist. I guess that's one thing people don't understand kasi na they would think, siguro, ang perception kasi nila sa mga ganun ta- bagay is, yeah, it's nude. So parang, alam mo, ang bagay yeah, na pag-unawa nila. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and unfortunately, dahil mas, the, maraming nagreklamo ng gayaan, they got no choice. <laughs> you on the other hand, parang, ano, parang, yeah, you were severely affected by that. Yeah, it's like I received no encouragement from the world at all mm-hmm. about what I was doing. But and it was like it was just me who said like, you know, this is something that I want to put out in the world. So no matter what happens, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So you're not, you're not doing anything harmful. So that's right. What's up with that? I mean, like they have a choice to like mute my photos, okay? Yeah. <laughs> And they view every single one of my stories, and they, hmm. uh, <laughs> and uh, they constantly report me. So that's a lot of attention. And hmm. you know, hate is just like hate is not knowing 
what to do with something that strikes you so much. It's a lot of hate and it's a lot of fear. Because it's like, wait, oh my God, this is so different. This person, when did somebody say that this thing was allowed? This person should not be allowed to do this. Or it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I've always wanted to explore my sexuality, but it's not allowed in this world. And this person is doing it. So she's a criminal. Mm-hmm. She should be punished for doing something that everyone else wants to do, but just doesn't have the courage to so it's like it's really you know it's really unexpected response when you're mm. doing something radical or you're you know you're breaking an old rule that just isn't mm. relevant anymore and the people still think that they're stuck they need to be stuck in that kind of thinking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're you you're the you're one of those guys na. You could, I could probably say na you're making art in such a different form. Pero hindi ka naman. It's still within your rules, own rules. Saka, I don't think you're breaking. Guys, I don't think you're breaking anyone, in to some extent. So, pero yun nga, like, I think you've been, I think misjudged or judge wrongly judged rather. To some extent, na na yun nga, sobrang harsh na mapinagdaan mo. It took you how many? I mean, for well, you said four page, four page Facebook accounts, and mm-hmm. how long would that actually did actually did that actually take you to get back to where you are right now? Well, it's it's always been fluctuating because, of course, I have you know I need to have full time jobs to sustain this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. for art this radical, it's not in the Well, initially, nasa labas muna siya ng ekonomiya. Kasi like, who's gonna invest in something that like nobody asked for, right? Exactly. So it's really, you know, uh, in the early years, my art has been 100% funded by me. And, you know, like, college graduate, minimum wage job. Like, talagang hindi ako nag-Netflix, hindi ako nag-Lazada. Like, you know, all the worldly pleasures I have offered in lieu of my art. So not every single peso that I get goes to investing in my art. Uh, so it's really not something that I'm doing for attention or money or whatnot. It's really something that is just my purpose. That you know, no matter mm-hmm. how many challenges there are in this world, I will stop at nothing to, you know, put out my creations. Mm. If if I may ask, major personal um, okay. when you graduated, ano yung mga naging trabaho mo? I was I'm doing all this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good with kids. Like, but, ano, uh, yung persona ko as a preschool teacher, it's like exactly the same as I am with my art. Kasi it's like, Mm-mm. you need to have a very, you need to be very childlike to be able to do the kind of art that I'm doing. Kasi it's just like unbridled. And mm-hmm. even though like, maraming mali siyang nilalagyan ng mga tao, it's like completely innocent how I just like put out these, um, these things that might be like, you know, hard to take for some people. And uh, it's spontaneous. It's full of, hope and it trusts people and I'm putting out something very vulnerable but I just trust mm. you to you know to understand it and accept it so it's very like ako, I don't have some kind of alter ego even though the I was a preschool teacher it's just like that's the magic of like you know the magic of being a child and the magic of doing art are pretty much from the same root because it's when people grow up that they lose that magic Pero diba, I mean, you've been a preschool teacher for how many times or probably how long? Four years. Four years. And ito ba yung time na ano? Diba kasi parang naalala ko last year, sometime last year, you just said you, d- you just lost your job, something like that? Well, I've had a lot of jobs over, you know, I probably ah, okay. have more jobs listed in my resume than like someone who's like 40 years old. Kasi, well, ano, the, like, the kids may love me, but the teachers... They stalk me on Facebook. They see all my stuff. Like, sila yung, ano eh, sila yung pinaka-diligent na mag-report sa akin, yung mga, yung mga co-teachers ko. Oh, so, yes. it hasn't been easy. Yeah, it hasn't been easy, like, staying within a societal structure, which is, like, what a job is. Mm-hmm. When you're so, what do you call this? You're pretty much an outcast. So, like, mm-hmm. that's why sa Facebook ko, wala akong last name eh. Because, uh, mm-hmm. like, you know, all of my co-workers really stalk me and they're like, it becomes a hot topic all the time, what I do. Like, so you it's not even care. <laughs> yeah, it's not work-related, but alam mo naman mga, mga tao, mga chismoso, mga usisero, it's like very ingrained in Philippine culture. Exactly. That's an exciting yeah. yet unfortunate. Yeah, so I was a preschool teacher, so yeah, for four years with so many other odd jobs in between, obviously, because mm-hmm. 
you really need a lot to invest in art. You need so much. Like, yeah. yeah. Siguro, halos 24-7, I was working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either making money or making art with that money. So, like, yeah, medyo, that, that's my entire life. Mm-hmm. It was in 2019 that uh, I wasn't a teacher anymore because I got hired as a full-time actor in nice. uh, this interactive theater experience in Eastwood. It's called Tipsy Tales, and I played a mermaid for one year. Then right oh. after that year, COVID happened. So oh, it's okay. like, yeah, I got into work-from-home jobs after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, medyo familiar sa akin yung place. I mean, napapad- I mean, I'm an- I used to roam around Eastwood for years. I mean, there's a time na nag-work pa ako dyan twice. I mean, not on the company, pero parang familiar sa akin kasi yung name. Every time na I I just uh, hang around and yeah, even walking from my office. Yeah, because so, like we had tarpaulins all over the place. Baka nakita mo na yung poster ko or something. And now mm. you meet me. I'm the mermaid from Eastwood. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about that. And so, the bus mo prior to releasing the single in one of our interviews in the past. Na you have made a lot of you have made some music before. That was this, this 2020 was supposed to be your pivotal. Tama pivotal for the lack of a better term or, kasi para, eh, because you were actually. On a roll, you were on a roll. I mean, you you perform on a show, you perform on the shows. You have um, you have released music on platforms, and, and then yeah. you just like, yeah. Let's talk about your previous craft more prior to doing a different sound. Um, can you as someone who's who's probably I could probably consider a newbie? Can you walk us through to that phase? Well. Uh, in 2020, February of 2020, I had just launched my first EP, just right before mm-hmm. lockdown. So after, and like that EP consisted of songs that I wrote when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Like the songs I've always wanted to release, but you know, you know my story. So yeah. um, that, that was here that finally, like I'm showing people that I do music and like, uh, I had a performance, like a launch, like a mini concert of sorts for my first, you know, EP and like this would be the year that finally I'd be able to do music as a career, like go to gig, like do lots and lots and lots of gigs. Mm-hmm. But then you know lockdown happened, so so how? So it took like, you know it it took a long time for the things that I've created to be put out in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like an example of that is 2020. Nilabas ko yung mga songs ko na sinulat ko ng like you know nung 2010 pa. Mm-hmm. And like I was a teenager, so it had like a more it was closer to like a poppy sound or like a very what do you call this? Uh well it's a mix of things, yeah. But like mm. it wasn't like this fully formed genre. Since like halu halu talaga siya. Yeah. And like thanks to the lockdown, then like um, you know, I've been able to uh, wallow more in like the art forms that in the music forms that I really love. So I've been writing lots of blues and uh mm funk songs during lockdown there nice. are roses in my piano i wrote it on valentine's day actually of 2020 right before lockdown mm-hmm. and it's something that like uh it's something that came out of my mind because i was revisiting jazz you know um mm-hmm. the genre that i love and i really love yung mga old movies mm-hmm. mga black and white 60s movies Chaka, i really love then yung mga songs ng lola mo it's like the, the yung mga ano the obscure okay. like 60 songs that like none of the kids listen to these days yeah yung mga golden oldies ba to yeah oldies no oldies so it came out and then like i just you know i, I just knew like this is a song that i want to put out in the world because it's the song that expresses who i am the most mm-hmm. like it's super theatrical it's very cheeky like you know naman the lyrics so yeah but at, at that moment i knew it's gonna be my big one okay i'm gonna have like I, I wouldn't I'm not I'm not saying that I like I think it's gonna be a, a success, but it's gonna be like mm-hmm. yung pinaka what you call this trademark song mm-hmm. that I can come up like one of the most trademark songs for me. So um I had plans for it. I'm like I want this to be a music video, I want the these sessionists to play for it and I want them to tackle the music video, but then lockdown happened, so like mm-hmm. pano na, diba? So 
I had waited for a very, very long time to get the plans in action. Pero kahit naging ECQ, naging GCQ, every month I would put in a little more work into it, little by little each time. So I was determined. I don't care what's happening in the world. This, you know, this song, this video is gonna come out. So yeah. nung, yeah, uh, we were able to record and mix and master the song mga June, July. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to record the mu- shoot the music video nung November. And now it's January and it's out. Yeah, it's, uh, a, yeah. It's like it, I know that you know, commercial-wise, like how many people love this kind of music. But it's like this is the kind of music I love, so that's mm-hmm. that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's a long road, I must say. Not, pero I gotta commend you, na parang na because ano kaya? Eh, kahit na alang dami mong kahit na daming hardships along the way, talagang pinorsige mo na to do this simply because this is what you want. And I think when January happened, I can say na sorry, though obviously wala ako dun, but I can say na you got your message sent across. Na parang sabi mo na I can still do this kahit may lockdown. Kiba kasi di lang siguro sa music scene pero generally sa ibang mga ano rin. Yeah, lang, the whole world was like at a stop, you know? And I'm like, like love, love should never stop. And yeah, I, I never stopped loving art so it's always gonna be something that I would pursue. And yeah. it's like, well, I hope people, well, uh, there's so many messages to Roses on my piano. Mm-hmm. And like, it, yeah, it's a really nice compliment that you think that I got the message across. I, I just hope I did get it across because like, there are so many like layers of meanings in this song. Mm. It's a, Yeah, it's an allegory. It's like, uh, there are hidden symbolisms within it. Yeah, that's, that's actually the art that makes one think. Which is something that I I personally prefer the most. Thank you so much. I, I'm glad that it made you think. Because, like, so first glance, like some people would think, oh, it's just about fucking a pianist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of, kind of reminds me of the way we talk. Yeah, it's really fucking a pianist. But I know it's more than that, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, it's about my love for the piano. Not the transpose, ko. Because, de ba, like. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes so many years of dedication, takes so much money, so much time to be a good pianist. So it's like, do I think now I can still reach that dream? <laughs> yeah, it takes so, a lot of fight, man. Yeah, so like in a way, like it's not, you know, it's not like a very nice word, pero parang I really needed to get over it because it's still like my biggest heartbreak that the love of my life to piano, it's something that like, mm-hmm. you know, I can't be anymore. So... Mm-mm. Para ko nang binababo yung love and it's like who who needs who needs you know who mm-hmm. needs playing the piano and you can just fuck a piano so I'm I'm like kind of making fun of my you know childhood mm-hmm. heartbreak and just nipping it in the bud it's just like Carla you're you're a performing artist now so just like make yeah like celebrate that so it's um uh, the song it's like a transposed love of piano to love for a pianist because like people associate me with like sexy things so it's like almost a satire it's like okay sexy baka mo sige mm. i'll make a sexy song about loving music and musicians mm. and it's also uh you know it's a love letter to all the musicians that i love so much mm. i i love my friends because sobrang tagal kong hinintay like just to have somebody play accompaniment to my songs Like in the like I thought when I was a kid I had to come up with everything by myself. It's like how can I tell the musician it's this chord? But like it's so easy. It's like I met my musician friends. Kumanta lang ako. Like they're already playing guitar. I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, speaking of which, um, I mean, Malib- I mean, you have a. Ba- I mean, you you did this with a band, pa di ba? I mean, nung nagig kapa and even the music video itself. And if you can tell us. Of all the collaborations you have done, what uh, uh, part do you enjoy the most? Well, ano, I enjoyed, enjoyed most in the music video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I enjoyed shooting it, of course. And I enjoyed, well, the, the most enjoyable part of it was communicating to them like what I wanted because it's it's not orthodox, right? Like when you make yeah. a song with musicians, you're like, this is the intro, this is the verse, this is the arrangement. I'm like, This song has dramatic breaks, and during that dramatic break, I'm gonna say a joke, and then after that joke, mm-hmm. you have to react to that joke, or you have to, you have to answer that something. joke. bosses in your song, so it's like it's really bringing a whole new world to these, you know, musicians who are like, you know, like they have 
like they expected one thing but they're like whoa what the what the fuck is this mm-hmm. and like it, you know it it did take some arguments with me and my producer because like and dami daming ano eh, mga interruptions sa song diba and daming mga dramatic pause yeah yeah and it's hard to structure that in a song diba like he knows like it should be this measure this etc so mm-hmm. like it was really a compromise between us okay we you can have your dramatic breaks but it needs to be within this time like that mm-hmm. Yeah, and it it, it it was so fun, and uh, you know we're collaborating and bringing th- those two schools of knowledge together, and in a way, it's also me reclaiming like reclaiming the power of a woman in a music industry that you know has a long history of being misogynistic and having mga harassment and nangyayari, and it's like yeah, it's a male-dominated industry, and it's mostly yeah. like. It, basically guys who set the rules guys who get their way like and um, mm-hmm. i'm sure you've heard of the many stories of female artists who have been forced to you know modify their art it like their producers have taken artistic license they're they're like make mm-hmm. it more sexual or make it more dumb so like we yeah. have so many you know female musicians who are not able to show the world the best of what they have so it was me flipping the tables so instead of you guys are the ones who are more experienced but And like, like you guys think you can tell me what to do with like how I should sing it or but like no no let me tell you what to do so yeah mm-hmm. it's it's reclaiming power for every woman in every industry yeah it's an it's an unfortunate na I think it's still prevalent parin de ba yung ganong nangyari definitely like I see it you know I see it's a uh, music industry even right now it's like You know there are these there are these guys who are like very knowledge like very experienced in the music industry like uh very knowledgeable about music and then there are these girls who write songs and like it's so easy for you to feel that like you don't know any better you should listen to somebody what someone tells you what to do but like the truth is everyone has their new thing to bring to music and yeah. if it may not make sense to the people who are already part of the scene maybe it's just because they don't they haven't really seen it yet So like mm-hmm. something that I hope that all new artists breaking in is like you have your own expertise that you have to bring to the table. It's not like you should just let everyone who is more experienced than you like you know just tell you what to do or mold who you are. It's like mm-hmm. you. It's like it's good to have a knowledge of your own self as an artist and like fight for that knowledge. Now, I may not be making any sense to you, but you will see mm-hmm. it if you just like give me the space to do it. Tama, tama. Yeah, it actually reminds me of those mga ano eh, mga female lead na movies na hindi lang sa I think hindi lang sa music kundi sa ibang film even sa media because that actually reminds me of um of some of the movies na pinapanood ko noon na yun nga yung kwento is about parang producer na who was told na female producer to who was told she can she can headline she can do um She can't lead the newscast, and there she is. Five months late, para few months later, kasi dahil dahil yah, dahil dahil ano? Dahil yun na ano? Nilabanan yun yung misogynistic culture. Like in, like oppression of women has been like you'll see it everywhere. You you have seen it ever since time immemorial. Yeah, yeah. and it's unfortunate na lang na it still happens, and hopefully this culture will die for good. And, yeah, well, I'm yeah. hoping that this song is my ambag to like, you know, mm-hmm. it like if some women hear it, like I hope that it, you know, that they will will be able to get something out of it. Or just like, you know, I was able to put it out, so it's an example that you know this this can happen. You should make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since you have done roses on your piano, I think what's next for you for art of body bending? Well. It's you know it's really just saving enough because like I am an indie artist and I have huge projects that take like huge you know mm-hmm. huge investment so like right now because like I write songs very often and it takes me only mm-hmm. like ten minutes to write songs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've been writing for a very 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 long time so it's really yeah uh, songwriting is my really my main thing, uh, but. So okay, I have the song, and like every time I have a song, I already know what kind of music video concept I want for it. I know like what kind of like you know instrumentation I want for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's really a matter of like you know hiring sessionists to do that, hiring a videographer to do that. So mm-hmm. like the biggest uh, you know barrier to me going forward forward with this art that I make all the time. I have like so many 
reserves of songs that I that are ready right now, but I'm just waiting for the money to do it. Yeah, I mean, yun na naman kalaban natin lahat eh, pera. <laughs> Kahit ako eh, I mean, I wish I could do more of this. I mean, I could, I mean, bala ko rin sana, I would venture into videography, but you know, I have to yeah. go. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, it's I mean, really I important that I start like uh, generating more income as, as a musician. Because like mm-hmm. I just started in mga 2019, 2020, mm-hmm. and, and it's all in palabas, like you know, investing and getting an EP out. Because like, wala akong gigs, eh. so it's like oh. I haven't built that fan base, I haven't built that network mm-hmm. since like ano sobrang bago lang akong nagstart mag ano mag music before the lockdown happened. Mm-hmm. So right now, like, you know, I'm really just like, you know, the world is changing. Like, there's already gigs. So it's like, yeah, you know, once, starting... that, once that opportunity comes, just bounce on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's actually good that you're still doing that phase. Uh, and I, and hopefully within uh, in a few months' time, diba? Right na. Right na, we, know, we all know it's going to be hard at some point. May have talaga magsimula. Pero, you know... I mean, anything can happen nowadays, eh. I mean, in the past few years, diba, ang dami, ang dami mga artists na hindi natin na sobrang wala sa consciousness natin, but like a few weeks later, and they were, bam, up in the charts, man. Yeah, it's like people, like, there comes this point where, like, you know, there's this collective consciousness that sees, okay, this is like, you know, this is what we want. Mm-hmm. But, like, this kind of thing is like, you know, it, it's ready to have a place in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would it would be nice to have more gigs. Yeah, it's like it's I'm a very niche artist because like mostly so gigs, diba? Like it's rap rapan, diba? It's like mm-hmm. singers just singing. But like I dance while I sing. I I'm very theatrical when I sing. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm I'm thinking about it from the perspective of like you know people who would book me for shows. It's like san san ba nila ako papasukan? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I'm not completely sure about what kind of like what kind of venues or events would be lucrative for me. So it's something that I'll have to figure out. Like, talagang yeah, isasabak ko yung sarili ko don. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like having it. It's really important that I really trumpet like the music that I'm doing, cause like it's already niche enough. It's already very niche, de So it's not. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, kind of expected that like uh, you know, there's this significant portion of people who are not gonna get it or something. Mm-hmm. So it's important to find my niche, like where san san ba ako magta thrive, or like who are the people who will like you know, yeah. who believe in my art that will let me thrive. So it would be uh, would be so nice to have like management or a label. Like I know labels, you know, they they have like they can take artistic liberties with your art, but like for me, it's something that's completely necessary right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. I even though like my songs are very out there, marami din naman ako mga you know. Mga pop songs and all that. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just part of the journey because it's not linear. Eh? You'll have to like, you'll have to go under lots of nooks and crevices to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just really important for, you know, my music to be funded because like, ang hirap, eh? I'm self-supporting, you know, oh. and it's like, and I'm doing something that like an entire company, like, you know, puts out mm-hmm. the funds for for an artist but ako I'm doing it lahat like that music video that EP yung mga promotion campaigns I've done that all by myself with like my yeah. you know my uh, humble salary yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I mean, she, it really takes all of the sacrifices I can possibly make it's like okay don't uh, don't eat rice anymore but like any mm-hmm. every single tweak I can make to my life to like add add a few more pesos to my fun for music yeah yeah I mean so talagang yeah. people like you know in on stage they see like a very lavish elaborate like you know costume performance but like I don't I, I don't know if they're aware of just like all the blood and sweat and tears it takes like you know behind the stage to make all of that happen oh, yeah I mean I can relate kasi kahit naman na hindi ako artist but if you know for at some point especially in the past ah uh, i if i can if i may tell a short story here yeah kasi ako, when i when i started doing this podcast in 2015 pa lang, in a different format believe it or not i was me together with some of my friends we were recording in a quiet spot somewhere in capitolio in cap eh, sorry capitolio capital commons eh diba may mga ada may mga bench 
if I don't know if you have gone to that place, but I'm there all the time. Yeah, I mean, there's a no, iba, diba parang sa labas noon, nung I think nung mid 2010s, may ano pa yan, madalas tahimik pa doon, kahit na dami naglalaro, katandaan, nagja-jogging in. I remember the four, uh, the four or five of us would sit in a bench na alam namin for a Saturday night and we would just we would just record everything through a phone. And yung ang gamit ko pa noon is uh, basically a headset, yung mic na from the usual na Samsung na headset. Yeah, like sobrang no entry level setup. Yes, exactly. And at at uh, 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 and I can tell 20 it's 2021 but I'm still on the entry level setup even if I have a professional recorder. But here's the here's the here's another twist. It doesn't sound like it though. Hey. Thanks, you man. are as pro as you know as your art is. It, the equipment the logistics doesn't matter. Like you yourself as an artist, you are you are a pro. Oh, thank you. But it takes a lot of effort to do so though kasi 20 uh, the 20 during that time I would hang around to one of my friends' places in Pasi. Tapos doon ako mag-edit. Kasi, I mean, for years na I was started doing all this shit, believe me or not, believe it or not, wala akong sarin computer. And fact, yeah, I, I shit you not, man. And yeah, and it's, it's something that I think all of us artists can really do. Kasi ako man, wala akong DAW, wala akong hmm. mic, diba? But I'm doing oh, yeah. music. Like, we find a way. Exactly. Saka ano eh, eto, when I started blogging in 2009, I was still a student, tapos ang gagawin ko nun is, I would rent a computer at around, eh, I have a student, so parang it was late ano eh, parang syempre after my class. Ha, while everyone was playing Dota, everyone was playing NBA 2K somewhere in the garden, I was like, writing my shits, and sometimes editing, editing music video, editing videos, kasi that's what I'm trying to, well, that's what I'm trying to do at that time. And also, yeah, siguro kung naglalaro na ako, sobrang minimal lang, men. And it and that, that kind of practice went on until 2015 when I got, until late, December 2015 when I got my laptop. Kasi I even got a side job as a news writer, as a writer for a news aggregator site. And yet, I'm not home-based. It, it, it is what I called uh, a computer shop-based job. Kasi I was wow. working in computer shop. <laughs> Ang worst part lang nun is, Siyempre, yung kinikita ko, napupunta lang din sa pagrenta ko sa computer. <laughs> yeah, and siga, I guess that's, a, that's, a only, that's the only plus side out there is, or that's the only brighter side out there is, uh, well, I get to rent, I get to, to, to use the internet. <laughs> it's like, it's amazing how we were able to came up, like to come up with all of this despite like all the, all the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I think about it, then here, here I am talking to people like you and just wow, realizing myself how far I've come. <laughs> yeah, people like us, we should band together. Like you know, we may not have been able to quote unquote enjoy like the quote unquote so called pleasures of life like other people, but I think we found the true pleasure. We found what we love. Yeah. And we have the determination to pursue what we love. So I think you know that makes us lucky then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I met one point nga when I was dating my girlfriend and she was like, "Dude, I'm ginagawa mo pang producer levels na." When I thought, when I told all this, all this story, yikes! And I realized, yikes! What I've been, bakit ko parang it made me, it, I think it slapped me a reality check, na parang bakit ko nililimata ni nililimita sarili ko sa ganto lang sa writing lang and all that and when I realized na damn it I have done a lot yeah I have done a lot oh gosh it is like you know parang ano eh we're uh, we are somewhat like kind of veterans in an industry that has yet to exist oh yeah parang we're the un ano ba parang overlook ones I guess <laughs> like anyway. we're I, I like to think that we're pioneers. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's I'm... like, uh, yung ginagawa natin, like, hindi pa siya, hindi pa siya established sa mundo. So, it's like mm. us. And like, you have to carve, ano eh? Mm. You have to carve that thing. So, it's atin mga gagaling lahat ng, ano, lahat ng legwork, lahat ng paglalagari. Uh, But mm. like, when we're, you know, once we've been able to do that, it will be like the, 
it will be the pinnacle for like other artists who come after us. It'll be it'll be a thing, and like we'll be one of the first ones, diba? Yeah, it's interesting that we have paved the way for some of uh some the some of our peers na masaging sa na in in some of them even successful than we than we are. But it's okay. I mean, yeah, because like we understand our purpose. Eh? Like it's not like we need like fame or money to mm-hmm. be fulfilled. Because nasaten na eh. Tama. I mean, that's why we're not doing Tama. <laughs> Realizing all the art stuff that we have done in the past, gosh, I gotta thank you for that. That was a good, that was a good talk. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, before we... yan, like ano, yan that you you're putting in all of this experience, because like you know, when the opportunity comes, like tuloy, tuloy Exactly, and hopefully, uh, when when things are starting to go back to normal, we would all. Get better, yeah, and then what we are. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, before we wrap things up, anything you want to plug? Well, my music video "Roses on My Piano" is out now. Please watch it on YouTube. You can also follow Art of Body Bending on Instagram and Facebook. I have several types of art forms that you might be interested in. So there and. Yeah, and if you like what you if you like or rather love what you hear for, what you heard from this episode, do follow the show at facebook.com slash midnights and also on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and whatever podcast platforms you're listening to. Yeah, and dami. I'm surprised. <laughs> Thanks, Anchor. And And also some I forgot Mixcloud pala at mixcloud.com slash slickmaster. The rest just just search for this drunken midnights. And wow, it must be the coffee. Thank <laughs> you. Okay, and you can follow me on twitter.com slash slickmasterph and instagram.com slash slickmaster the blogger. And on that note, uh be we bade you goodbye. Yeah. Bye guys. These Drunken Midnights is a presentation by the Slickmasters Files and Bank Collective. Copyright Year 2021.